0: Welcome to Americana Quill, Ready to it. Please like and subscribe and tell a friend like to like and subscribe. Today, I'm joined by none other than Jesse Cray as we keep going on with our Lovecraft Country series. And this happens to be episode seven, I Am. And right now, I'm going to read the synopsis so we can get into it. Hippolyta visits the ruins of the Ardham Lodge and discovers that George was there. She works out. How to use the array and find the key hidden within. Christina shows Ruby the corpse of William, who was killed by Lancaster, and Dell, and asks for help. Letty and Atticus discover that they are both having dreams of Hannah, Atticus' slave ancestor, and deduce that she escaped with the Book of Names. Atticus discovers his father' homosexuality while Letty finds she is pregnant. Atticus goes to St. Louis to contact a relative and is told the Book of Means was lost in the Tulsa Race Massacre of 1921. Hippolyta goes to the Winter Observatory and uses the key. Letty finds the ore and tells Atticus where Hippolyta has gone. Atticus saves Hippolyta from two of Lancaster's policemen, but in the struggle, a portal to another dimension is opened. Atticus and Hippolyta both fall through. Hippolyta discovers she has the power to be whoever she wants she befriends josephine baker in 1920s paris becomes the dami amazon which defeats a group of confederate soldiers and meets george again finally embracing her true identity as the discoverer atticus returns from the other dimension so this is probably the most sci-fi of the sci-fis when it comes to the episode just because there's so much going on i don't know how you felt about it
1: I love this episode, and I don't want to say that every episode, but I love Hippolyta, and I love what this episode represents, mm-hmm. and to see someone find their power and like to not feel small anymore, anymore is the best possible thing as a woman you can feel and mm-hmm. to be seen, and Basically, I'm trying to find. She was talking to Josephine Baker. Right. Said, now that I'm tasting it, freedom like I've never known before. I see what I was robbed of back then. All those years, I thought I had everything I ever wanted, only to come here and discover that all I was was exact was the exact kind of Negro woman white folks wanted me to be. I feel like they just found. A smart way of lynching me without me noticing the news.
0: Yeah, that was deep when she said that to Josephine Baker. And let's just do a little backtrack of how we got how they got there. Basically, fight happened, the dimensions opened, and somehow she goes into like a, a time lapse of like where she gets to say wherever she wants to go. Yeah.
1: So Um Well yeah, she comes to the portal, portal. And she meets uh a, a mother alien and she's like she's confused she also has these ports in her which at the end of the episode you realize that the ports were supposed to be temporary she was supposed to you know feel she was supposed to you know experience everything and then become an alien become a full mother with them and she chose not to you know she chose to
0: go back to her 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 real life and her daughter because she needs her
1: yeah and Her going through everything, she said, "You could be, you know." The alien said, "This is not a prison. You can be whoever you want." And then after a while, she figured it out, and she chose to go to be with Josephine Baker. And seeing her, you know, first get on there shy, and then you know, open up, and you know, become who she was. Because wives do get caught up being wives and mothers, and they Mm -hmm. sometimes forget or put themselves on the back burner backboner well backboard (laughs) sorry guys um and it's nice to see someone because back then you were a housewife you weren't a housewife and a career woman it's not like how it is now where you can be a mother wife and a career woman
0: right
1: and she like she went to josephine baker then she went to um amazon warriors which um, basically, the Amazon warriors started off as elephant hunters, and they worked their way up to the king's guard. And mm-hmm. just to see her fighting for her freedom and fighting, you know, for her freedom. And she said a quote, I don't know all of it, but it was, you know, they don't expect women to, to kill. They don't expect women to, to rage war, but this is what we're doing. And they fought in the French war, and they lost. Is this in
0: real life or?
1: Yeah, this is in real life. This is the story. Oh, wow. The story that I. um...
0: Did research on after seeing the episode. Yeah.
1: see, That's interesting.
0: I I think everything's like, like some, it's for the most part factual of of the time period that they chose. Because Josephine Baker left St. Louis in America to like live in Paris and like she gave her U.S. citizen rights like and just said, you know, I'm going to just be a, a a citizen of the French and she was also actually a spy for the French which people don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, but they were saying that the Amazon women you know there was only about 25 of them and uh, they fought with knives and wits and they did lose but people spoke about that specific fight for years and was written about and it was showing such girl power that you don't always hear of all female you know tribe Um, And then after all of that experiences and adventures of growing and finding herself, the last thing that she, you know, named herself was George's wife because the only person she wanted to share that with was her partner. Right. All the years of not feeling like an equal, she went back and said, hi, this is what's going to happen. And I'm going to, I wish I told you this when I was alive, but now I've experienced so much that I need you to know. And she basically said, When I was a kid, I thought I was big enough to have every right to name something out of this world. And then I just started to shrink myself. By the time I met you, I already gotten so small and I thought you knew how big I wanted to be. I thought you saw me, but you just stood by and let me shrink myself for you. And when she said it to Uncle George, who, you know, is dead, it was very good to see Uncle George.
0: Right. This is like a timeline version of so I yeah. guess that's the best way to explain the portal. It's like yeah. timelines. And like this is a, a different timeline than the one that she's actually on, I guess. And that's how I was getting I about
1: it. too. Because I thought it was a, a time travel, you know, thing. And then the mother alien says, no, these are different worlds. Right. Like you can take whatever world up you want. Kind of like
0: in DC, um, in, um, what's it called? Flash, when they got like Earth 2 and Earth 3 and stuff. It's kind of right. like
1: that, I guess. Yeah. Um, and... As, as, as passionate as she said it to him and they spoke, all he had to do to make her feel better was a genuine apology. Mm-hmm. And When he apologized, she, she said, she felt like they were equal again. And she, all she wanted to do was share all of her, her adventures with him. And right. she you know, grabbed him and took him to the comic book world that Dee created. And it was beautiful for them to you know, explore and adventure together you know, just them two. And, you know, by the end of the episode, she, you know, after all of her things and George, she went back and the mother alien offered her to stay. And she said, no, I have a daughter, you know, but she said, all I am, how can I just be Hippolyta in my world? Like with all I am, because she's experienced so much. And it was such a good, coming itself,
0: Right, it's coming itself. I think it's the, the birth, the beautiful affirmation kind of thing of saying, I am this, I am that. Like when you do that thing, you build confidence in yourself. So I think this was like a confidence episode for Hippolyta of saying, I am Josephine Baker. I am the Amazon woman and things of that nature. So like she started to raise her own vibration, her own spirit. So now she has a little bit of, although she has a little bit of all of them, now they have a little bit of her now too. So yeah. now she truly is all of them. And I, so I thought that was a very beautiful concept.
1: Yeah, I took it as depression loses when you choose self-care and self-love.
0: Right, absolutely. Um,
1: and it was, It. I'm going to tell you now that this episode was a 10 out of 10 to me and we're not even halfway done. That, right. like, that's the first
0: 25 <laughs> minutes alone was
1: like, yeah. wow. Um, yeah. And it's like, just having, it was like, these three episodes were all f- strong female leads you know and you all, just like i said you don't get to see the you know the fat woman's story you don't get to see the the other stories that they're doing but it's just these episodes were so beautifully written and put out that i got butterflies every time i see it like it, yeah. every time i see it it's like i see something new yeah uh, and then when you do, like I said, you do all the research, and you find out the backstory of everything, and it, it gets big. Like, I never knew about these Amazon warriors. When, I, when right. I read it, I was like, oh, my God, this, like, Wonder Woman. And then you realize, like, no, like, these women were a part of history. And, of course, if I was traveling the world to find myself, I would want to be a part of the best, you know, women around, in a way. Right. I wanna be a part of that because not a lot of women have a lot of like a lot of big history.
0: Oh, we don't know it because it's like stuff that's not taught to us, right?
1: You that gotta too, seek and, it for yourself. Yeah, especially with, you know, the way that the history is. And when Hippolya left and she was driving away, mm-hmm. the black lady that was on the, the bike. The motorcycle,
0: yeah, saw her and greeted her.
1: First, um, she was Bessie Stringfield Oh, he was the first black lady, first black biker, to travel the states that were safe during the Jim Crow times. Wow. Um. So that's why I'm saying, like, it it just was a powerful episode of girl power.
0: Right. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And just seeing all of like the little eggs that they did, like it just was. Whew. Yeah. See, it says a female Amazon warrior of the Republic of Benin. Um. See,
0: I just it was such a good episode no no it's a lot for like the storyline but then there's also little details of things also that's happening before we even get into them time traveling which I think we should yeah. kind of talk about a bit which was so after the night that Montrose had with Sammy they wake up Sammy's trying to make breakfast for him and he's like making excuses of why he don't like certain things like how he likes his, his eggs he don't like this type of sausage like he don't eat pork so he's trying to find reasons to, to be mad at sammy for whatever they just did yeah. and so for me my favorite performance was somewhat of that just because he showed shame but still humility at the same time especially when um i think even what's his name was leaving same because he's like you know I'm not gonna deal with this and then when they both were trying to walk and then Manjo tried to call him back into the house. Tick and Letty's outside the door.
1: Yeah.
0: And Tick looked like he did like he saw a ghost. Yep. Because he said so all the rumors are true that you you are a f word which I guess we don't say now these
1: days. Like tick that's not the right word.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Uh-oh. And
0: the way. Montrose lost it. Like I'm still your father. Don't you ever talk to me like that? And like he pushed them kind of like in a, in a frustration, yeah. but he knows how to punch Tick again because Tick will rip that that <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just, I just, so, <laughs> to me that
0: was deep, right? It's like yeah, you heard all this about your father, but you respect him enough that you never even brought it up to him to act, right? That's like a certain reverence you got to have for somebody where. You don't even know if it's true or not, but you're not even gonna ask that type of question to your father kind of thing.
1: I've always done that with all of my friends that, you know, are gay or they choose whatever lifestyle they did. I never want to assume, I rather, if you really want me to know, you know, you'll tell me. You'll tell me, yeah. Um, and acceptance of yourself and coming out is is a real deep thing. And Sammy, it was being patient, you know, Especially when it's so new, when you grow up a certain way and you think something is bad, it takes time. You right. Know, like he could have been living his whole life out, but it was just instilled in him not to be that. And yeah. I, I credit Sammy because it's very hard to be with someone that's not on the same level as you.
0: Right. Sammy you know, owns the bar. Like, he's successful.
1: Yeah. He's gay.
0: Like, that never had anything to do with it. I think he even, in the beginning episodes, when, um, now to think about it, Tick was trying to find Montrose. That's the first place he went. Like, all right, let me go to the bar, and like,
1: and that's where he saw first met Sammy.
0: Right. Oh, he saw Sammy, and Sammy was like paying off a junkie, like to give him <laughs> to give him a little
1: hoo ha. That junkie was doing something strange for some change, <laughs> like, <laughs> probably a nickel at that time. Um, so, <laughs> you know, Montreal was just Montrose. Sorry, he just was getting comfortable with you know being out with just Sammy and you know nobody likes when someone shows up to someone's house unannounced
0: right but that's your your son so he's like why'd you (laughs) come like like just like like, any other time (laughs) right any other time would have been fine but since Sammy was there it just made it it heightened the the level of the sensitivity for Montrose of what was happening Mm -hmm. and then Tick had to ask the question I guess for himself to feel better did mom know and when he said yes, I guess he was still taking her back a bit. And then he just walked away.
1: Yep. And it's hard. You know, it's hard to have a, a parent that's, you know, different. Or it's hard to have rumors spread about your parents and then you find out that there's they're right. You right, know? that they're true. And, and that
0: your father didn't couldn't just tell you about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just hope that in the episode. Well, in this case, their they, father, I don't know. I just hope that the episodes to come that they their, their relationship gets better because it's over and over and reiterating it it takes time to accept someone and it takes time to be comfortable in your own skin
0: I agree I think also um, it came off like Tig didn't care that he was gay he cared that you disrespected my mom Right? that yeah. seemed like what he was really more upset yeah. about I don't, I don't even care about that. Did mom know? Like, that was the most important part to me.
1: Especially because if they're spreading rumors now, you knew they were spreading rumors then. Right. Um, I just... George was such a good brother that I just don't under... Like, he was such a good brother to him that he accepted him no matter what.
0: Right, but he... We'll find out in other episodes that he didn't always stand tall though when he should have. As
1: a- no, but he did like, you know, what a brother was supposed to do and always protect his, you know, brothers and sisters. Yeah. Um, even if they didn't understand what was going on.
0: So, what I think we kind of told about favorite performances. So, what spoke to you most about the episode a little bit? I think we did too because of the I am and just the whole thought process of Hippolyta It was, I, to your point of what you were saying, it was, it was very beautiful when she got to speak to George again and really speak from her heart of what was bothering her. Because it kind of answers some of the questions you have in the beginning when she wants to go with him and he tells her no politely, like yeah. because of whatever, like almost like if she had woman duties, but like, no, her duty should be to be free of like, to discover and to do what she feels, you know?
1: And she wanted to be equal partners and she kind of felt like he was here. Instead of being here, she was here. Right,
0: know? she just always stood behind them instead of beside him.
1: Yeah, especially because he was working on the travel guy, but he was also working on something else, you right. know? Um, but my favorite scene was... My favorite scene is where she speaks to the alien and she has to reintroduce herself and she's like no i am Hippolyta, and right. i am this i am that and just just everything about Hippolyta's performance this whole episode it was what are they all fighting over right now golden globes emmys definitely they need to be given out some of those for it because right. it was top-notch acting in this and it was so much going on that everything just tied in together that it it made it even better and it was a like this was one of the best scientific episodes that i've seen so far
0: oh by far i think it had the most yeah and not only that it was more of um just the whole concept of i am it's just a beautiful concept that i hope When i have children that i tell my my children to like you know say that and then have a a affirmation behind it you know like a positive something positive to say about yourself after that
1: um yeah and just seeing a lot of the a lot of the women and all the strong roles that they played you know this episode like it just i was crying by the end of the episode like it was that good and it, was it was really good. Just like I tell everybody to watch this, like when you get to this episode, make sure you show your kids, make sure you show everyone. Like, you can be whoever you want to be. It doesn't matter if you're a girl, a boy, binary, anything else under the sun. You are who you are, and only you can, you know, only you can make you who you are. Nobody else can. You have to believe in yourself, and no matter what, you have to do it. And seeing a woman choose self love and right. herself just like ruby did in the other episode you don't see that a lot especially back then you only saw someone like once you get married you're a wife you got to take care of your husband in the household once you're a mother now you got to take care of the household household and these kids
0: Correct.
1: Right. you have time for yourself and Hippolyta grew up loving astrology ooh, astrology loving math loving working with science husband, yeah science and everything and her passion never died. It was just she well, didn't... it got reborn,
0: right? I think it's more important. It's not that it died, but it it was there was a rebirth within that moment. At these moments, you saw it.
1: no. But I'm saying, like, it died for a while, and then she yeah right. No, no, of course, yeah, yeah. No, um, absolutely. But always, if you're ever like in a depression state, do stuff to make yourself feel better. Do something for you. That's that's all we could ever say is do something for you. Something that will make you happy because depression comes and goes. Right, um, and that's literally what the episode was about was you know depression and and feeling not equal to your partner,
0: yeah, I loved when they went i for me, a takeaway for me was um when they were walking the planet or whatever planet they were on, mm-hmm. and um the poem came on, yeah, something about a poem with music, it just makes it like so much cooler, but um I think it's. It's not a, it read it as a poem, but I think it was like a monologue from like an old film back in the day called Sun It's It's, um, I actually wrote some of it down. I'm not real. I'm just like you. You don't exist in, society, in this society. If you did, your people wouldn't be seeking equal rights. You're not real. If you were, you will have some status among the nations of the world. So we're both myths. I do not come to you as a reality. I come to you as the myth. Because that's what Black people are. Myths. I came from a dream that the Black man dreamed a long time ago. I'm actually a presence sent to you by your ancestors. So when that was being said and then being in time and her doing the I am and like going into
1: different worlds, I thought this was like a beautiful
0: tie-in of what they did with that like poem or monologue.
1: So I thought that was amazing. Um. I also kind of got that the grass isn't always greener on the other side.
0: Absolutely. And,
1: you know, she wanted all this freedom. And then at the end of the day, the only person she wanted to tell was George. And I think, you know, her saying, I am George's wife. I'm sorry that I'm going this way. This is where my mom No, 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 of course. <laughs> um, I am George's wife. It, it was very powerful, you know? And that's like, no matter what's going on with you, finding the partner that completes you and you just want to tell everything to is is beautiful. And I think that's where my love for Uncle George and Hippolyta grew is knowing that, you know, he heard her, but in the end, you know, all he had to do was say sorry and be a man and acknowledge her for who she really was.
0: Well, he didn't know he heard her, right? Because she felt like she never had a voice, which is sad too, right? Because I don't think that was ever his intentions, But like, yeah. now that she's able to speak up and speak about what bothered her, and for him to be receptive of that, I thought was very beautiful, as you said. Yeah. So to me, what I got from it, it's not only just that the grass is always greener, it's like, you can do multiple things. You're not stuck to be in one, one be of service of one thing, right? So like, I think that's what the IMs are so beautiful about mm-hmm. for Hippolya, or Hippolya, if I say it right.
1: Oh no, I agree with that because like I said earlier, you know, back then it was one thing you know mm. now women are so advanced that you can be all of this and go to school, you know, run a Fortune 500 company, to run the world, <laughs> you know. Right.
0: Well, not only that women have always been advanced. I think it's more of now it's like now you deserve now you deserve to say what you want, right? It's not about you being of service to somebody that can't do something for you. Like like you got to do something women are now in a position where they care to do it for themselves, they don't need nobody. And I think that's very
1: empowering and, and beautiful, so. Yeah. And Max to bring up something different, but it's like, you know, I love Cardi B. It's like when Cardi B got pregnant mm-hmm. and they thought that her, you know, she thought that she wasn't gonna be able to do it. It was gonna stop her career. And Cardi B went above and beyond to make sure that her pregnancy wasn't gonna stop her. Right. And that's like something that everyone should look up to no matter what, that if you wanna do it, don't let nothing stop you.
0: Right, you can be more than one thing, I guess is what this episode was about, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, you you can be this, you can be that, or in yep. Hippolyta's point, I am this, I am that. She is an astrologer, she is into history, she is into research, she is a mom, she is a, hus- uh, a wife, you know, she's many things. As, of, as were those women, right? They yeah. were many things as well.
1: That's exactly. I think
0: that's the presence of that episode, which I've truly enjoyed. So, what would you rate it?
1: I told you a 10 out of 10, baby. Like, it, it's so <laughs> inspiring, I think. And it was not, I think, I know that it was expire, inspiring, but it just, I told you, girl power. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just setting up. The rest of the season um which it gets even better it's just i love Hippalaya. and from the start of the show i knew that that she was you know going to be one of my favorite uh actresses and performers of the series yeah um i also feel like we don't give enough credit to christina um because just like i gave credit to ruby and hillary right. christina and William definitely, they give good performances back and forth with trying to portray a man as a woman and a woman, you know.
0: As a man, yeah. Um, I I think everyone is like superb in, in their acting craft. For me, it's more of whatever they want us to see is like, you make sure, they make sure that they stand out within the episode. So that's why I guess Christina's like, although she's a, a major character, she doesn't have moments where we're only focusing on her. She's usually attached to she's an antagonist at this point a little bit yeah. so like you focus more on the protagonist of what they're up to and like how she affects them kind of so yeah. I guess that's why we don't talk about her like that but her performances have been amazing
1: for sure um and I'm very excited because now you know Ruby believes in magic you know well
0: you can, she sees it right it's yeah. not about if
1: I believe it or not it's true well, I'm saying now she believes that it's real Um, And then Hippoleia learns that she can go wherever she wants because, you know...
0: Because it's in her now. It's not even about her having to, like, go physically. It's, like, it's
1: in you. Yeah. It's like opening another side of your brain and, you know, realizing there's so much more to be, you know, learned. Um, And then, basically, Hippoleia asks the alien if she can go home, and she... (laughs) <laughs> actually, Tick only goes home. I don't even know where Hippoleia went because the way the episode ended, he popped out, he heard the sirens coming, he tried to clean up as much as he can and left. And then he left Diana's, he thought he grabbed everything, but he didn't. The only thing that's going to lead back to them eventually, hopefully, it doesn't, is that Diana's, um, well, D's comic book was left there. Yeah, yeah. And it says Diana Freeman on it, like, flat out. <laughs> And that's how it ends. And it was a good way to end the show. We don't know where Hippole is right now. She's probably on her way home. Just takes a little bit coming from different worlds. I actually was confused because I could have sworn that Tick got pushed in too.
0: He did. He came back with a book, which I think gets discussed later.
1: Uh, totally makes sense now. Cause I was like, wait, where the hell is Tick? But yeah. yeah. um. And Letty chose not to go.
0: Well, they were in two different... He went to go find the... Sorry, we should have mentioned this also. He went to a cousin of his to look for the Book of Names. Yeah. When he found out that the Book of Names isn't with that that particular cousin,
1: Yeah.
0: he got a phone call from Letty who stayed back to try to reconcile things with Ruby because they were kind of um, not seeing eye to eye. Yeah. Um,
1: so that's kind of what
0: happened there. Sorry, guys, for... um.
1: No. Yes. I recommend
0: you watch the episode, then look listen to the podcast. Anyway, hopefully that's what everyone will do if they haven't already. But Um, these are just our thoughts. There's plenty more thoughts out there, and we'd be happy to hear from you guys about it.
1: Yeah, and also choose like I like that Letty was like I have to take care of my family, but come find out she made that decision, but she was doing it to find out what Hippolyta knew and when she found the golden planetary diagram that's what that thing is called i wanted to make sure i got the right wording
0: and we um, find out she's pregnant because she's sick of um garlic or something and that's like her favorite thing to put in food so
1: um but there was also foreshadowing in the other seas in the other episode where she was coming you know out of the burning house because she was following hannah and she looked down and she was pregnant so it was a lot of foreshadowing um but I just lost my train of thought, I'm so sorry. But her choosing to stay back and, you know, seeing Ruby go back to being a, take, a, a taking care of D, you know, while Hippolyta goes on her journey because she doesn't get to do that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, to see Letty help out, to see them bond again, to try and, you know, build whatever relationship they can, being sisters and, you know, going back and forth, you know, bickering and she finds the diagram and she finds out where she's going and she basically calls tick which personally i don't know how she figured out how to get a hold of tick at tick's cousin's house like they all have the phone yeah book.
0: that that part was oh maybe there was a phone book though because we don't know
1: no i'm just saying that. that's how i was confused because i was like there's not like a op like maybe there was an operator back then but it was like you don't even know this lady's name and you just found out how to get to her like you no, know
0: i think they did know the name because um, listening was aware that he did have a cousin and then from Montrose, they found out all the information they needed, I guess.
1: Yeah, and then they go to meet the cousin's friend who she lived with. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's what I'm saying. It was just a little confusing, but it might have just been mm-hmm. something that I missed. Um, yeah. But then her telling her and then all of a sudden, they went from that storyline and it was like, oh, let me go save Hippoleia because that's my aunt, you know. And it just was a good turn. And to see how quick and how close Tick was you know mm-hmm. to be able to save her you know at the beginning of you know when they meet and they that meet.
0: part is like where was the that was confusing to me though it was like where is your cousin station like is she still in, is she in Chicago is she somewhere out in Illinois because it sounded like they needed to drive somewhere so how did you just quickly get
1: yeah because I could have sworn he went to Louisville and I didn't know where the the planetarium thing, I didn't know where that was located. That was
0: supposed to be somewhere in, like, Massachusetts, I thought. So it's was like, where, where everyone really be located? It was weird, like, the timing, and then somehow that connects the cops next to Chicago that knows about the book. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot that, like, it gets a little choppy from here a little bit. If you yeah. ask me, now that I think about it, although the episode was great.
1: Um, also, when when Ruby was in the closet with that guy, I didn't know he was black. I just thought it was some white guy with his tongue cut out. And I thought that when he took off his shirt and it showed the black skin, I just thought that he was rotting because...
0: That's what I thought. It was something else.
1: Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Um, Because I thought it was like when you use magic so much, you know, and use it for evil because you want something. Usually, I I think his
0: body was rotting. I don't think it was like, I don't think that was a black body.
1: Unless okay. like he's taken, I feel like I read something and they said it was a black guy and it made me think of get out. No, I think there's somebody else
0: with him that they were taking his energy source or uh, something uh, maybe from. like they got to kill certain people to get the energy from that. I think, but like him, the person that was doing the evil stuff wasn't, wasn't
1: yeah, black. just because I thought I took it as his skin was rotting. Because when you're usually evil consumes you when you want mm-hmm. it for the wrong things, and usually right. you, know, you turn into that. Um but even with that part it was pretty cool and i think just episode 7 was the best sci- sci-fi episode period yeah in my eyes it was a lot um, going on but it was a lot that i enjoyed i told you if they would if they would do just a spin off of d's comic with you know Hippolyta in, in it like i would watch that right um, But always, when you have a daughter, like my mom always did growing up, is you always want to instill like powerful women role models.
0: Right, positive affirmations.
1: Yeah, and also making like on Netflix where they have certain shows where it says representation matters. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the whole thing with Jackie Robinson where everybody thought of Jackie Robinson because that was the one role model they had back then. And, you know, creating your own role model would be the next next best thing for someone that loves reading or drawing, you know, because then they're creating something that's coming out of your mind. And it's, I am, I am creating this, you know, for myself, for me, you know,
0: it's no, nice. it's is beautiful. So I rate this, although you rate it 10 out of 10, we usually only go up to five. So I'll give this a five.
1: <laughs> but we don't got no rules over here. It's 10 out of that's 10. True. <laughs> that's true.
0: That's true. Well, thank you again, Jesse, for doing this with me. And um stay tuned for whenever we decide to do episode eight, nine, and ten. This yeah. has been this has been of Quill, writer to writer. Please let them know about your podcast that's available now.
1: Um yeah, everyone's entitled to my opinion. It's a mouthful. Uh I have it on um Instagram. It's E-E-M. Oof, it's E-E-2M O. Um and I will be putting out some episodes soon. I'm just, you know, chopping and screwing them and then putting them out. But I do have to light a fire under my butt because I was supposed to put one out on the twenty second of January and I didn't. So I need to get Well,
0: to- the good thing is that this is coming out probably sometime in March or April. So you will have, or maybe May, because I've been doing a lot of episodes lately. So <laughs> your podcast will definitely be available about that and I'll make sure to have a link for everyone to get it from my from podcast here. Yes. So thank you again, Jesse, for doing this. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been so much fun. <laughs> no,
0: same here. This has been Americana quote, writer to writer. Take care, guys.
1: Bye, guys. <laughs>